Hello there. Do you share our love for mediation? And do you share our love for Mumbai? Welcome to Twin Talks Tuesdays. I'm really happy to share with you that today Mohit Mukul, who is a mediator and a Mumbaiker, will be joining us in this live. Hoot hoot! <laughs> and we will be speaking about our love for Mumbai and our love for mediation. Those of you who don't know, Meher and I, both of us, we grew up in Mumbai, so it's our hometown. After law school, I ended up staying in Delhi and around Delhi NCR. But Meher, what did you do after law school? <laughs> I ran back straight to Bombay, uh, up to Mumbai, and uh, yeah, then reunited with my friend Kudrat in Delhi. Great. Uh, with that, uh, Meher, why don't you share with the audience what do you love? about uh, Mumbai. Yeah, so I think there are a billion and million things that I love about Mumbai and Bombay. Uh, I love the people. My heart resides there. Kudrat's heart also resides there. So yeah, so, yeah. I like the people, uh, I like the food, I like the culture. There's so many places to dance, eat, meet people. My school friends from Bombay, a big shout out to Petit and Bandra, uh, all of them. Actually, everybody's all over the place, but many of them are still in Mumbai. Uh, yeah, and our guest today, Mohit is also from Mumbai. And I'm super excited to speak with him today with Kutnath because I haven't had a chance to uh, get to know him earlier on. So I'm excited. Hope you guys are excited too. Hi, Hi how are you? Hi, Mehel. Nice to see you finally. Have you figured out that's Mehel? Yeah, I, I mean, I've spent time with you, so I. In along, but when he said yes, meeting you finally, then I was like, he's guessing that it's you. Great! We <laughs> got our viewers started about uh, what they love about Mumbai. Meher has shared something. I have sort of shared a tiny thing, which is food, but I know there's much more. Uh, I said, how every locality has a Tukkar Bekuriwala. What do you love about Mumbai? Uh, growing up in Mumbai, every every place you grow up with, you know, you have this uh, sense of nostalgia to all the things that are there. For example, someone uh, in Kerala might have a nostalgia to, you know, uh, maybe the backwaters or like palm trees. Um, I have nostalgia with uh, the rain. And you know, most of my friends that uh, come to do internships or jobs in Bombay, they're like, oh God, how do you live in this rain? You know, it disrupts everything. All my clothes are wet, all my shoes are wet, uh, nothing dries. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's some of the side things, yes. But uh, overall, you know, the rains are like that season of Mumbai, which is, uh, which kind of at least tries to pause everything. To a city which is, you know, normally always alive, like at 4 a.m. in the night, if you want to eat anything, you can get it. Uh, you want to go anywhere, you can go, you know, freely. And uh, uh, so it kind of brings that life to a standstill. And I really like that time just sit on my balcony and, you know, watch the rain. I, of course, I like to get wet as well sometimes. And of course, uh, I've had the chance to look at this uh, WhatsApp thing. Yeah, and a beautiful window overlooking a beautiful view. So that's uh, really fun to watch uh, during the rains. But Mohit, what you said about you know getting nostalgic with the rains. It's been really long that I've moved out of Mumbai and I've been in Gurgaon and mm-hmm. Delhi. And still, whenever it rains, it's like Bombay weather. It's like Bombay weather. And people are like, what's wrong with you? It rains 
all across India. Okay, this is the training. It does not mean this is Bombay weather, but for me, rain is equal to yeah. uh, Bombay barish. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I don't. I share with the audience as well. What do I love about Mumbai other than Nukudwale, Bhimbari? I like this spirit that people have, which never dies. Uh, I know it's been spoken about a lot. A lot of people have praised Mumbai for this, but I think you know you can't uh, admire it yeah. enough. I think anybody who's lived in Mumbai carries that spirit with them. That Jobi has for Jaya. Whatever it is, you will handle it. You will manage it. Be it heavy rains and you know getting to college, office, work, or whatever, or be it you know uh, some attacks on the cities. Point is the spirit that we will make it work, uh, no matter what. I think it's mm-hmm. really cool. And uh, for YCM also, I think YCM has borrowed this Mumbai spirit. When our timeline is, you can resolve it. Like no matter what it is, you just keep your yeah. spirit, keep your courage up, and your head in the right place. And a small conflict to a big dispute, whatever it is, you can resolve it. And I think it comes naturally to Mumbai girls. So I'm so happy to have this conversation with Mohit and Mehit. I've personally seen this in the way that they live their lives. So it's really exciting, and I think regardless of the fact whether you live in Mumbai or not live in Mumbai, you can have this spirit of whatever it is you can resolve. Absolutely, Mehit. You've also spent some time in Mumbai, is it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think around. If I have to be exact, around twenty twenty years of my life. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know that. That's uh, nice to meet a fellow Mumbai guy. Yeah, we are Mumbai girls. Okay. Oh yes. I I live quite opposite. I live in Lavi, Mumbai. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and Mumbai has a tiny conflict within the Mumbai region itself. Huh? This is so. Mm-hmm. This is suppose. Yeah. yeah. Lavi, Mumbai. This is Mumbai. <laughs> Going for a while, but what I want to explore with both of you today is the intersection between Mumbai and mediation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, or what you observed around you. So, chakrito hai jaga hote. You will see these quarrels and minor disputes, big fights everywhere. And I'm sure we've been a part of some in Mumbai, or we've at least witnessed some. So, uh, Mohit, is there an example that comes to your mind where you saw? Something happening, but you also saw glances of mediation you know, in how that fight. Absolutely, was and this is actually one of the most uh, landmark disputes from the Bombay High Court itself. Um, I don't know if everyone remembers this, but uh, a few years ago, maybe I mean at least a decade ago now, there was a dispute within the Parsi community whether women who uh, belong to the Parsi community, if they marry outside of their faith, will they be allowed? Buried within the Parsi cemeteries or no? And um, of course, a lot of people, you know, took an objection to this, and uh, the women filed a case in the Bombay High Court, which went, uh, you know, because it was a religious type of dispute, it kind of went on for a long time, and that was actually very successfully mediated. And uh, you know, the differences between the the women's choices and the what the faith directed were sort of. Uh, Resolved by communication, uh, the uh, 
spoke about why they wanted to do certain things what about you know how where their faith matters and eventually of course the woman was allowed you know she was accepted back into the committee regardless of uh, whether she married outside her faith or no uh, but it was an interesting case and for the first time it was in the bombay high court i think that's one of the landmark uh, things that i remember yeah that that rings a bell to me also i remember one of our clients said uh chemistry with sindra had come for advice on something similar but that was in terms of i think inheritance you know partly carried mm. outside the she get oh, oh and it was also connected to whether she gets funeral rights from her parents uh, right passing you know, away right. like that but that that's very progressive uh, the decision that we so that came through the bombay high court through a process of mediation yes so the dispute was uh, surprise surprise sent to panchu sir and uh, he had resolved, he had uh, mediated it between the uh, the parties and yes then the, the report was filed within the bombay high court so they didn't have to take or make a decision a judicial decision they just filed and sent us that's remarkable so i'm going to take a second here also now formally introduce okay i said it's mediator and book by guy but he
come in and say that listen what is the other person saying maybe the other person is saying something you want to listen to and it's the exact same thing so i think mm-hmm. attention to what the party whom you are having conflict has to say about the conflict and absolutely it is going with you know mumbai mediation metaphor <laughs> from how example mumbai Fair to be dated, so I'm tripping on this. But yes, what about you, Pandra? Have you had any such instances in Bombay? I'm sure I've had several. Think of what comes to my mind first, and it's a childhood memory again. So I'm going down that uh, childhood memory uh, lane, where uh, you know, in Bombay, you have apartments and complexes, and then you have buildings. And it was quite a regular affair that every day after school, Meher and I would come back with Meera homework. The most the thing we were most excited about was to run down and play. Our only motivation was we, you know, we want to run, we want to play, we want to have fun. But you see, there's a lot of activism and politics that happens mm. at that level also. <laughs> with children from I don't know four-year-olds to you know college-going kids who are still playing in the building compound or in a complex or a public park. That which group will you play with? Yeah. Or we had with that group. We are boycotting that boy or that girl. And if you want to continue playing with us and get a bigger group, then you have to stop talking to this uh, person. And uh, I think Meher and I, we never like taking sides without reason to say that okay, no, yeah, fine, we play with you, and you know this person can go to hell, or we don't care about this uh, person. So we would take up this story and be like, okay, what is your deal with her? You know, why? What's your problem with this yeah. person? That person then talk to the other person. What what happened? What's the problem? And then try to figure out if we can, you know, then suggest a solution. Say, okay, this is your deal. Uh, you don't like to play basketball, and she likes to play basketball, and then we sort of whatever pull noses. Everybody do. So we sort of now split that. Yeah, we split time and days when we play this sport and. On other days, we play another sport, or we put a mechanism in place. You know, right now it sounds so structured, but <laughs> as kids, we had the ability to do that, even if we had that drive, right? That yeah, uh, we have to play. Everybody's goal is they have to play. How should we make it happen that everybody is happy about it? And yeah, we would uh, do uh, things like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? Actually, this kind of brings a bell. Not. The sense that you know uh, the disputes that kids have are any less or any more, but uh, in some ways we're all you know we hold on to these treasures as as kids we hold, we give a lot of meaning to these things that uh, okay you know that group and this group and that makes that is your whole world when you're a kid and you know yeah. whether you play it's your world but, yeah yeah whether you play basketball or whether you play football you know it's either you're a football person or you're a basketball person growing up we. Change these basketballs and footballs to different things. The things like uh, you know, uh, what faith do you believe in, or uh, what, uh, what what profession do you go into, or uh, you know, just what kind of morals do you have, what kind of values do you share, and then disputes, which means you know, from a third person's perspective, seem like football and basketball, uh, but they can mean the whole world to someone as adults. And I think. That's the kind you know. You have to sort of put people in perspective. That look, you know, there are disputes can be of different types. They can be value disputes. They can be uh, quantifiable disputes. They could be 
timing disputes or you know things which can be resolved once you put yourself in a perspective which is not uh, entrenched in those things yeah yeah and just adding to that adding to points list you know like disputes about like different political views like i realized that school friends i grew up with right we had different experiences different training professional training and all that we have different views about certain things and i think we are going to stop talking to them you know and i mm-hmm. feel like i attended some workshops at ycm and i realized that sort of you know gives us a structure to still communicate that okay fine we, we may have different views that doesn't mean that we can't talk it out we can talk it out and understand the other person's perspective too so absolutely absolutely and coming back to what mohit was saying about you know that how a dispute to an outsider may seem trivial right so to me this dispute today that whatever junior kudrat meher had Made some building, sounds really trivial, and we laugh about it. And oh, what are we going to play basketball or cricket or just run and catch each other? Made sounds trivial. The fact is, even today, I might have a view about that someone else is have, having, adults or even corporate entities. Be like, really, this is what you all are fighting about, or this is your dispute, or vice versa. Or someone might say that, you know. There are things that this is a dispute, or this is a type of you know uh, dispute he's facing with I don't know another organization or with some individuals, and somebody could still have that view that uh, this is trivial. But I think what's important is uh, like Mohit was saying that it's important to them, and there's something behind that, and that's what we try to do at YCM. That dispute is like the tip of the iceberg. The deeper you dig down, you will realize there's actually something which is very important. the value that person holds close so maybe that girl who was being boycotted in our building i don't know uh, in early 90s was for her was that respect you know i need my autonomy or i need my opinion has to be respected and i feel like it's not in this group so i'm going to take a stance that mm-hmm. basketball is what i want to play and that's what everybody will have to play and for the other side maybe it would have been the same thing that you know you have to take everybody's Opinions into account, and you have to respect, and you know, be a team player, and be sort of a solo person, and yeah. that's an important value as well. So I think the dispute between children, adults, or corporate entities, even if it looks trivial on the face of it, when you dig deeper, you realize that the real conflict or the real issue is something else. Um, absolutely, I have to agree with you know, because this this is exactly what the point that I was trying. Uh, now, Kudrat and Meher, I do see some comments, uh, you know, down over here. Um, I see one now has described a dispute, which uh, in which it's, uh, you know, someone has actually clicked some of her uh, sensitive pictures, and uh, he, without her knowing, and she is seeking advice on how she can uh, address. Would either of you want to uh, take go at this? Okay, uh, that's I would say A for this is tricky. Uh, situation. Uh, I have a dispute with a guy. He leaked my news and also clicked it without me knowing it. What should I do? I I would say this is a sensitive issue. Maybe can reach out to YCM or Insta page uh, directly and we discuss it there. And also, Tyra. Firstly, I want to say that you know you've done a taking a great first move, which is to sort of you know that you need to do something about this, right? You're not suppressing. this conflict so i want to congratulate you first that you identified that there's a problem there's an issue which needs to be addressed and you're looking for ways to do that and i think that's the biggest 
first step to take it's the toughest one and you've already taken that so i think uh, that's great and uh, i would also like to give a disclaimer here that mediation as a process is for certain type of disputes not mediation is not fit for let's say every dispute right like uh, mohit can add there are certain crimes which are not compoundable offenses which cannot be mediated it's not the right forum because things like that are offenses against the state and when something is an offense against the state or disturbs let's say uh, public peace or public culture and morality at large then the state and the courts take this duty upon themselves to address that this is stop right tyra uh, so this might have aspects of criminality involved there in as well so i definitely think that uh, you know you should do something about it you can reach out to ycm mehra and i are lawyers mohit is a lawyer we need to talk to mohit or any of us and you be helpful in uh, sort of telling you where can you seek legal aid what are the potential next steps that you can take to handle if i may just uh, uh, you know just adding on to what kudrat said absolutely you know there are a uh, penal provisions for someone doing something like this it's definitely wrong and punishable by law uh with that being said uh you can obviously you know reach out to uh with official means but in case uh you are scared about your parents or you know about your friends uh or something or social pressure or whatever that is uh you can reach out to either of us and we can you know try so the first step obviously is to uh let's say get whatever is put out to you know be withdrawn and either we can do this directly by talking to the other person or we can take action against that person uh with the police and with the id cell and things like this so from you know now if i hope that kind of addresses your question but just to add a little bit of more objective information here mediation does not work alone in a vacuum right like there are like kudrat said disputes which are more suited to mediation and there are disputes which uh, especially those involving uh, you know very serious criminal offenses which cannot be mediated things like murder things like uh, you know blackmail or homicide or some things like that however uh, there are exceptions to these rules for example someone not paying you money or someone you know like a check bounce case someone gave you a check you tried to deposit it but you know it, it says insufficient balance or whatever reason although that, that is a criminal people don't know that that's a exactly now although there are penal provisions for it this is one of those exceptions that can be mediated alternatively you know uh, like people do have alternate means of uh, going against and getting something so for example you can file a case against someone per se who uh, is a tenant at one of your properties and is not returning you the possession so yes you may file a case but at the same time while that case is there you can still try and mediate that dispute you know the, the added case usually sometimes it can help uh, by increasing pressure by letting people know that this is a real problem that has to be dealt with immediately and this cannot be delayed uh, and so you know going through the official means can also get people to the table and once they are at the table once they're sitting in front of you is where the magic of mediation works or the other way around also right so even before you go to litigation Say, mm-hmm. Okay, I will. So it's like when I have a fight with my parents before I decide to raise my voice and get frustrated or bang the door and leave the room. I said, okay, once I will try speaking with her, 
telling her why about how I feel about this. You know what I mean? From her, and then I said, okay, it's not okay anymore. Now I'm going to do something more aggressive. So you could take that approach as well, where you say that okay, you're going to give fair communication, a real shot, and try to amicably resolve whatever the issue is. If you are unable to do it, going to court is always an option, right? So like what we're saying, that's always an option. So it's a strategy that you choose for yourself whether you want to go to court and then sometimes courts send you to mediation or we want to try mediation first and be like okay now I'm ready and I've made up my mind that I'm not uh, receiving a achievable outcome through mediation and hence I want to go to court for whatever reason right whatever those uh, reasons can be so uh, Mohit uh, it'll be great if you could also break down what mediation is for our audience I know some of them know it and people have different meanings of mediation right so because there's so Mm -hmm. much available on Google there's so much online it'll be really nice for you to share so mediation as from my perspective you know having defined it in so many papers again and again if you ask me it's one place where uh, a neutral third party which is unrelated right tries to uh, facilitate the discussion or the communication with a goal to reach a solution or you know uh, a resolution between multiple parties. Now, uh, now there are different forms of mediation, and those different forms would you know add different layers. For example, you can have mediations to be in contract to be confidential. Uh, you can, on the other hand, have mediations where. Uh, the mediator, you know, never jointly meets with the parties, but they speak to one party first, then they go to the other party, and that they call it shuttered mediation. And uh, so you do have these different types, but essentially it is a forum where you know, same neutral third party, uh, voluntary. You know, parties have come to this mediation table voluntarily, and the mediator does not play the role of a judge or you know an advocate of either side. I think uh, one of my favorite words, and this is from Mr. A. J. Jawad, when I was uh, learning from him, uh, he calls the mediator being omnipartial. You know, we all have our, our biases, and whenever we hear a story, we will always you know relate to either one side or the other. And so we find it's human nature to do that, and it's very very difficult for us to be completely neutral as mediators. And so he said, you know, it's better to be only partial. If you know that you are being partial to one side, if you know that, you know, there is some bias coming out, you can also try to be biased for the other side and thereby balancing, uh, you know, your neutrality in that sense. And that, for me, makes a little bit more sense. To deal with, when you are as a, your role as a mediator, with this value or understanding in mind, it's easier to be a mediator. So, which is great. So, I had the chance uh, Assistant observe uh, Stephen Ruttle, who is UK's top mediator and uh, works with the uh, Brickco Chambers, and that's what he said. You know, when he introduced the mediation process to the parties, he said, "As a mediator, I'm multi-partial." He said, "Omni mm-hmm. He said, "I'm yeah. multi-partial," and this is what this uh, means for me. So, super Mohit for uh, sharing that uh, with us. And to sort of simplify that and bring it back to also what Meher has shared. So, Meher has shared this uh, road rage accident. Okay, I won't call it road rage, let's just call it an accident she was uh, involved in where uh, she hit an autowala and there was this old chap who came and said, okay, autowala, stop screaming at this lady, she's apologizing. Are you listening? She's apologizing. So, I think the 
called Shaxx is exactly what a mediator does, right? That's their key role to facilitate communication, to ensure whatever is being expressed here is being heard here and is being taken into account and whatever is being uh, you know, uh, said here is also being heard on the other side. So yeah, with that uh, beautiful thought, uh, I would uh, like to conclude by firstly thank you Mohit again and for Mohit and for Mumbai and for Mediation <laughs> and for Mahen too for Mahen I'm a little a little away from Mahen and backwards of YCM yeah uh, that, <laughs> that okay now we've overdone this uh, and we're just laughing about it uh, it's nice but what was I saying I will always love Mumbai and I will always love Mediation, and I know Mumbai and Mahesh also feel uh, the same way about mediation and Mumbai. Those of y'all who love Mumbai or love mediation, please stay tuned. Follow Mohit, follow YCM, and you will learn a lot of things about Mumbai and mediation. And there's a special announcement uh, today. So we are going live with our YCM conflict management adults. One of them, any guesses where that is? One of them is in Mumbai. Just on, on an ending note, uh, the spirit that Mumbai always carries, you know, just getting by every, no matter what comes forward, you know, we, we get through it. Mediation, it's hard is exactly like that. You know, no matter what happens, we'll resolve it. Who can resolve it? You can resolve it, right? You can resolve it. You can resolve it. You can resolve it. Most welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.